Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Joe Bro Radio, the greatest nerd and pop culture podcast live on all your favorite podcast platforms. I am your humble host, Gage Pons, and as always, joined by my fellow co-host, Neil Rosano. Say hello to the audience for me, buddy. Hello, audience. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. And that goes for all of us here at Joe Bro Radio Incorporated. Because we are because we are one hundred percent a corporation. We're gonna cut that right there. That was beautiful. Probably one of the best intros we've ever done. Actually, we've never had a bad intro in our lives, ever. We've never even done multiple takes of the podcast. I don't think we've ever even had an intro. What do you mean? No, that yeah, that's not an intro. That's just we we do that every single interaction we ever have, you know. When you like yeah, wait, as soon as we see each other. Yeah, as soon yeah. as yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we do. Anyway, if you're new here, we talk about nerd stuff, we talk about pop culture stuff, mm. pretty much anything that interests us and anything that we hate as well. It's a very confusing line, but it doesn't really matter because we're just here to give you a good time. That we also get on wrong. tangents a lot. Yeah, we do, but that's that's part of the fun. That's that's the good stuff. Uh we present topics sometimes uh between judging cereal and talking about things that make us angry and by us i mean me um <laughs> but before we like to get into all that if you're new here we start off with a little bit of small talk you know just little 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 tiny little bits of stuff we get throughout the week and whatnot even though we record these like two days apart and whatnot uh <clears throat> so i'm gonna go and hand the floor to you buddy do you have anything to share no not really i mean my life's been pretty much the same as it always is this past week uh on the ninth and on the 8th and 9th i got to do some weird overnight detail and watch one of the drones somewhere on base so Hmm. that'll be fun uh i got a couple in the future i got a couple bits of small talk uh first one i thought you were gonna bring it up i want to talk about jedi fallen order survivor Uh, Jedi Survivor, sorry, Jedi Survivor. They're not that different of a game from what I hear. Um, from what I hear, I could be wrong. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're bo- they both have issues in their own way. We'll get into that. The other bit of small talk that I have, because you just said it, uh, speaking of the 9th, on the 9th of June, I didn't tell you this, I'm going to be going to Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's a comic convention going on there. Dang, bro. And there's, and you going gonna to come here? Probably not. I'm only going to have a few days. Like, uh, okay. my, I'm going to be leaving on the 9th in the morning. I'm going to be in Dallas, you know, by 11 that morning. I'll be all there all day Saturday and then a portion most of the day Sunday. But it's June 9th, you said? June 9th is when my train takes off. I'll try to get a four-day pass and come to Dallas and see you then. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, again, I'm gonna be inside a convention, buddy. So <laughs> you might need to pay to get in there. But the main reason I'm going is because Charlie Cox is gonna be there. Oh, really? Charlie Cox is gonna be there, and John Berthel is gonna be there, as far as I'm aware. Who did John Berthel play again? The Punisher. That's right. And I cannot pass up an opportunity to meet two of my heroes, especially Charlie. Literally, Cox. I love literally, Daredevil. especially Charlie Cox. I love Daredevil. I love Daredevil so much; it's amazing. 
Uh, so much better. Than I, I, sp- speaking of conventions, I was really upset that we couldn't go to that convention that was here um, when the actor who played Darth Maul was going to be there. We could have made it. Meet him. Could have made it if my train worked. Yeah, but then again, we would have only been there for like an hour. Yeah, we would have been there to say hi and then leave. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this convention's a pretty big one, and whatnot, and I'm uh, working. What's on it called? Getting all something like a ticket. I don't even know, man. I forgot what it's called. You want me to look it up real quick? I, this is definitely something I should be doing on the podcast. June ninth. Um, here, I can figure it out real quick. Just give me a moment. Fan Expo? Is Fan that Expo. It? Yeah, that sounds about right. Fan Expo. I have a three-day pass, so you don't have to You don't have to do that. You can probably just pay for one day. Tickets are on sale Oh, uh, right Hayden now. Christensen's going to be there? Hayden Christensen's going to be there. Yep. Zachary Levy, Joseph Quinn. There's a lot of people from like the cast of Daredevil and whatnot who are going to be there, and Jessica Jones and stuff. Uh... <clears throat> uh oh uh kingpin's gonna be there vincent d'onofrio yeah i didn't even know that dude I, i'm gonna meet so many people i'm gonna spend so much money getting pictures and autographs sean gunn from guardians of the galaxy is gonna be there oh really that's cool yeah oh uh, some of the office guys is gonna be there the office yeah, yeah. oscar uh uh, why am I forgetting? Uh, I forget their names. I'm dumb. Is John Krasinski going to be there? No, it's Creed, Oscar, and uh, the old black guy. I forgot his name. Samuel Jackson? <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's that. I, I, I was going to tell you about that sooner, but it only today was brought to my attention that that might actually be able to happen. Uh, so I locked in my, or well, hopefully locked in my days off and whatnot, so hopefully that'll work. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, don't worry. Tickets. Take, take your time. We're not recording or anything. Single day for 28 bucks? I think I'll I'll take that. I'll go there for a day. So, yeah, that you'd want to make that Saturday. Because that I'm not gonna be there on Friday. I wonder if they have any military discounts. Who knows? Um, anyway, if you're wondering should... why I'm wearing a hoodie, like my hood today, is because my hair is dog shit. Yeah, that's... excuse me for the language. Yeah, that's great. Can we get back to the recording now and whatnot? <laughs> yep. Is that okay with you? Do we? Do I have your permission? Okay. Good. Uh, so Jedi Fallen Order came out a couple days ago, uh, and we absolutely love bashing games um, whenever they deserve it. And this one seems to be deserving of some kind of criticism uh, based off of everything I have heard. <clears throat> so it's a AAA game, you know, or Jedi Survivor. Did I say Fallen Order again a minute ago? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm. That's that's not going to stop. But basically, it's had a little bit of a rough release. Uh, wasn't that good? Uh, let me pull it up so I can actually read some of these reviews and stuff. Uh, they implemented the same thing that Callisto Protocol did, de novo, which seems to just be absolute screwy with PCs. Have like a 3090 in your PC and you'll still get like maybe 30 FPS. 
at best. Yeah. Even a 4090 looks like like 40 FPS. So a lot of these people, I mean, there's some people, even the positive comments bring up performance issues, but uh, I am normally of the mind, it's like when a game releases, you know, it's not going to be in the best shape, usually. And so, you know, like, because I always expect that new game releases, it's going to run bad, you know, it might be a little off, might have some bugs. You know, and then it's, bugs yeah. are fine. Yeah. Well, even then, performance issues would still be a thing a little bit. And it's like, we'll give it a week or so and then it'll be fixed. But you have triple A games that are doing this all the time where they are releasing a game that cannot run, basically. Uh, and then, you know, give it maybe a couple of months and it'll be fixed. Cyberpunk took forever to make it run right because they rushed that game so heavily. Uh, and well, they did the same thing with Callisto. Which, but the difference between Callisto and Jedi Survivor and Cyberpunk is only two of those used the Novo. Well, you got to cut them some slack. I mean, EA and Respawn, they're small companies, man. Yeah, they're they're small companies. You know, there's only like five people working on the video game, I imagine. You know, yeah, if that, dude. Yeah, you know, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're a million dollar company or anything. Like, uh, no, not even close. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I don't know how many times I can use that excuse anymore, especially for AAA games. You know, it's like, oh, it's a new game. It's not going to run that great. Because... I also have the mindset there's people who complain about graphics or they can't get like great frame rates because not all games, you know, it's like if you can't run it at the highest settings and get the highest FPS and whatnot, then just don't. But when you have a 3090 on, let's say, high or medium settings, you know, not the highest stuff or all the highest stuff and you're getting 30 FPS, that's bad. Like, that's uniquely bad. So, the thing about Denuvo is it's made for anti-piracy, but it really doesn't stop anyone from pirating. And it maybe adds a couple days to a week of work for pirating to happen. But the caveat, not caveat, but the thing about that is it's so ironic because when someone pirates a game that has Denuvo, the pirated version doesn't have Denuvo. So, their game runs great. Well, and even even then, you can take that out of it. Even if it did stop pirating, you are still screw. It still screws all of the people who bought the game. Exactly. Right? You're so you're so bent on preventing piracy that the people who are paying for your game can't play it, basically. And that's that's not a risk worth taking, because like you you cannot stop piracy. You just can't. You know. Nope. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying there shouldn't be like punishment or some kind of boundary to like try and stop it, but de novo or however you say it clearly isn't a very good one. Yeah, no, th- there has to be better options than de novo. Like I, I imagine it's still a pretty new thing. So maybe the company hasn't really figured out how to optimize de novo for games. Really? I've, I've never heard of de novo until Callisto protocol. That was the Neither first I ever I. heard of it. So, I mean, I don't exactly know how new it is. Who who made Callisto again? 
Is that uh, another? Is that another? Made by... No, it was made by the same people who did um, PUBG, I think. There was something like that. I can't remember. It wasn't EA. Striking Distance Studios. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. Third party. Yeah, no, this was not a. Yeah, no, this wasn't an EA game, but they 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 incorporated the same thing. But yeah, PUBG <clears throat> was the same publisher. The the thing that that bothered me the most about it is, like I said, I can't really keep using the excuse because this has been going on. Like like take Danu out of it. This has been going on for a long time. Right. Where there's a triple A game, it you know at at the this is the extreme end. A triple A game releasing a game that they've been working on and it just sucks. Like it just, it doesn't not like the game itself is actually bad, but it just doesn't work. The game won't right. work. And like, and that should not be happening. And the only olive branch I can extend to it is it's kind of some of the fans fault when it comes to those things, because well, it's just pirators fault. Really? They, no, it's not. That's for Denuvo, maybe. But I'm talking about performance issues in general. Like, take oh, De- you mean like people trying to max their settings and stuff? Yeah. Well, well, my what I'm saying, no, I'm not. You're not letting me speak. Quit, quit talking, and I'll get to the point. <laughs> Is you have you know when a game gets hyped and then a company realizes they're falling behind a little bit, they need to work a little bit more, so they delay the game. You know, and as annoying as that is. Let them delay the game. Uh-huh. You know, if they say they need to work on it longer, let them work on it longer. But then people, you know, fans will bitch about it, you know, uh, to the point where they quit delaying it as much. And then they release it early with all of these issues because they have not had time to work them out because they don't yeah, want then- to take the time to work them out. Then you have a company like Blizzard who delays a game for nearly three years and still puts out something uh, like that's bad. Well, I mean, but that's hardly, I mean, that's hardly the only one. I mean, I, uh, uh, Cyberpunk was delayed for years. When did it actually come out? I'm going to figure that out. Store page. Cyberpunk came out in 2020. I first heard of this game in 2016. Four years. Her- Really? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> at least I believe it was something like that. But, I mean, it's not, either way, it's not the worst case, you know. And then there's, like, System Shock, which is getting released this year. But I, I that was announced in 2016, and it's only just now coming out. Uh, But I don't know how that one is yet, because it isn't actually out yet. But... The the whole the the idea that, like get, they can't keep getting away with this, <laughs> you know. The I the, I'll I'll take the meme for that. It's but it inf- it's really begun to infuriate me, or began to infuriate me with how with how that happens. You know, while you have these you hype these games up, you work on them for a super long time. I don't know how long they've been working on survivor exactly but it's been a good bit and then 
even the top notch of PCs can't run it. And the thing is, I don't really even know how much of that is Denuvo. It might be a majority of it. I have no idea. But even then, you should still have the time to work out whatever issue that is causing. I surely. Denuvo has been around long enough and it's caused enough it caused a big enough problem with Callisto that they should have looked into that. You know. Either way, I kind of just think it's incompetence that has made Jedi Survivor have such an awful release. Yeah, for sure. With Callisto, I don't really know about that one, but there there's been a lot of releases that just aren't good to begin with for a long time. It is very upsetting. <clears throat> anyway, that is that is what it is, I guess. Maybe they'll they'll fix it. I imagine they will fix it. Maybe in a couple of months or so. I have no idea. If they ever fix it at all. I mean, I don't even know if Callisto Protocol's fixed yet. It is. It took them about a month to fix that game. It is. I I didn't even look into it anymore. I kind of automatically decided I wasn't going to bother with it. I was so pumped. I was going to buy Survivor on release, and then I went to the store page to buy it, and then it's like, all reviews mixed. I'm just like, oh. Mm. Ah. Yeah, wait till it has positive reviews, or at least wait till it's on sale. But uh, There's another game I would like to talk about, but I'm not going to do that right now. Not your beta tester, EA, is one of the comments <laughs> or reviews. Let's see. Sorry, I was looking. Well, I can't really bag EA. You can really only bag Respawn. What? No, you can bag EA. Well, EA is just the publisher. You can still bag EA. EA's greedy, greedy little gremlin company. I, look, I don't bag EA because they gave me Titanfall. <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much it although I do bag them for not giving me more Titanfall that's, but that's, they also cancelled Titanfall 3 and gave us Apex I told you I still bag them when they don't give me Titanfall 3 yeah anyway um, I was doing my also, also doing my daily check of the Silent Hill Steam page <laughs> Just, just I keep thinking if I hit refresh enough, then a, then a, a release date will pop up. It's so disappointing because like every game but one in my wish list is like coming soon, coming soon, TBD, TBD. Yeah, pretty much. I think mine are kind of like that. Give me a minute. Let me look. Well, actually, a lot of them are out, so this is you know not out yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, Redfall comes out May first. I don't know if my PC will be able to run that. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. I really want to play it. It's a shame. I hoped it would. I, I honestly did hope that it would be on PlayStation, but it isn't. Your PC meets the minimum or recommended requirements. No, it doesn't. You have a twenty eighty, don't you? No, I have a twenty sixty. Oh, twenty sixty. You still have better than the minimum. And this the minimum requirements is six gigabytes of VRAM. I'm like right at the line to run this thing. My processor's fine though. That's about all I really have going for it. I could probably play it just on lower settings. 
I really need to upgrade Graphics this card. Don't make a game good though. No, I just want a a. It's not about it looking good. It's about me being able to run it, right? Right. Because if I got like I, you could give me a thirty seventy right now, and I'm probably still going to run this game on medium settings. That's just right. Like that's just kind of how I do it, you know. Like I love good graphics, but I care more about running my game. You know, I have a thirty sixty, and I run pretty much everything on low and medium. Well, I also like want. I, 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 I always put, like, foliage and shadows, that kind of stuff on low. And then I put, like, everything else on medium. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I do it. Or, like, shadow, like, water quality. Sometimes I'll see that on, like, ultra yeah, water high. I'm like, like, no, that's going straight to medium or low. I'm like, I do not care how the water looks. You know, water quality really tanks, uh, oh, yeah. like, uh, st- FPS. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh... I mostly. I'm, I'm curious how it, see if Thieves did it without doing it too much. It's but they an are old kind engine. of a cartoony game. It's also an old engine. Yeah, believe it or not. But uh, I mostly just want a new graphics card so I can stream other games that I otherwise can't right now. Like I get uh, you. Uh, no Man's Sky. I cannot stream that game. Not. For I haven't long. tried. Don't. I mean, you probably could, but I can't. Uh, but the price of graphics cards is dropping, and I make more money now, so hopefully eventually I'll be able to get one in the near future. Oh, ooh, never mind. So what's the topic for that. today, Gage? The topic for today, yes, we have a topic. Well, that's good small talk, because I actually don't know how long my topic's really going to last. But uh, today's topic <clears throat> is the art of horror. Oh, wait, hang on, let me try that again. The art of horror. That one's not. What good. does that mean? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me let me try this again. The art of horror. Does what that does that mean? mean? Yeah, it's good. I'm trying to help you, like caveat here. Caveat. No, I'm well, I'm t- I'm trying to test out my little thing. <clears throat> don't worry, I don't I don't need a caveat. Well, or really, I don't know if I should really describe it as the art of horror, but horror is one of my big things, one of my main number one interests, and one of the things that you hate the most, but I drag you into it anyway. Uh, <clears throat> no, I hate RTS the despite, most. Despite, huh? I hate RTS the most. Well, I mean, you might hate RTS the... Look, you know what I'm trying to say, but... uh, And, and now... You know what? I had my train of thought lined up, and then you ruined it. And no, RTS is the worst. Look, it's a big thing for me. It's one of my one of my n- main number one passions. I love it a lot. I know a lot of philosophy behind it, which is probably what I'm going to end up getting into, which is primarily what I mean when I say the art of horror. But this episode is probably going to end up me talking about certain horror games and why I love them so much, or stories. Um, you know a bit about it because I've pretty much indoctrinated you into Lovecraft, and you know a good chunk of it. Um, right. Or, you know, at least with what you've read. What all have you read from Lovecraft anyway? I've read The Mountains of Madness. I've read some of Call of Cthulhu, uh, From Beyond. And there's one other one. I can't think of the name of it, though. Shadow Over Innsmouth? Yeah, that one. That sounds right. That's a good one. I like that one. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I say that about all of them. But uh, anyway. Yeah. 
I was laying awake at night uh, because I couldn't sleep uh, for some reason, as always, uh, insomnia. And I was thinking about a topic. I'm like, you know what? I can't believe we've gotten four seasons in. And, like, we've had, like, scary episodes you know, or, like, you know, spooky story episodes and whatnot. Like, but we haven't really gotten into the juicy meat, that sweet, sweet tenderloin of horror yet. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, buddy. Yeah, so we're doing that today, at least to the best of my ability. Uh, I said I would write notes, and I didn't. So we're going to free ball it. Um, I guess... I should kind of start with kind of why I like horror, I suppose. That sounds like the right thing to do. Uh, I used to hate it, actually. I don't know if I ever told you that, you know, yeah. as a as a little kid, you know, being the, you know, I see, I think what was one of the earliest things that scared me? It was actually the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. For as cool as it was, it terrified me. Uh, I always liked the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. I could not uh, handle Sheila, though. I always thought it was, I always thought the Balrog was cool, but it still scared me. But everything else, like Sheila, I do remember that. That scared the daylights out of me, and I hated it way back then. Now I think Sheila is cool, um, and I'm also not an arachnophobe. But as you know, pretty much like every human brain, you know, as time went on and my I was able to differentiate reality from fantasy. I actually really began to like horror. Also, nothing else in the real world scares me, so it's kind of like a masochistic method of mine. You know, I get scared because I enjoy it now. Um, And it started with none other than the dear old H.P. Lovecraft, who everyone absolutely loves to claim that he was a hyper-racist, even though he wasn't. <clears throat> Definitely a racist. Just not a hyper-racist. Keep that in mind. Um, but my dad was a huge fan of it, and uh, I kind of got indoctrinated to it through indoctrinated to it through him. Uh, primary, and that started with From Beyond as well. Actually, that's the first thing that I now show people when I'm trying to introduce them into Lovecraft because it's the easiest thing, but it still captures every single element of horror that he usually provides. It's a very cosmicy sci-fi horror, yeah. Um, and it very much preys on the very simple concept of the fear of the unknown. He did not invent that, but he exploited it all the time. Am I running on too long? Do you have absolutely nothing to add? I'm running out of breath here. I'm just here. listening. Just listening? All right, well, I'll try to keep this concise if I'm going to be the only one speaking for now. Uh, this is your area of expertise, not mine. Well, yeah, I mean, I figured you might have questions or you want to like you know add something that you might know about it but that's true i mean you really just kind of stay away from horror and then there i am bathing in it well i actually enjoy reading horror like i, I enjoy reading the lovecraft stories you enjoy just, reading huh yeah like i i like watching horror movies it's just horror games are just different for me really yeah they scare you more don't try to lie on I, this podcast. Don't you? Don't you dare! <laughs> I, I I do get scared in Demonologist mm-hmm. a lot, but there's just some horror games like Outlast that just are super boring to me. Like I I like games where I can fight back and be able to hold my ground and not just being chased by something really. Yeah. See, I don't I don't entirely agree with that. 
I mean, I get it, but the thing for me is I I view that as a question of immersion, right? Because I'm immersed in it, and fighting back is not an option. And if fighting back is not an option, then that's what I'm going to do, you know? is the same thing that you do in Outlast. You can't, so you run, hide, or die. But I do like horror games better when there is some kind of action to it, you know? Uh, Puzzles, you know? Even if it's, like, small. Because, like, in, in Silent Hill, you get a gun and you can shoot, but you shouldn't, you know? Or, Or, I mean, you can... And you should, but you need to be very careful about where you decide to do that, you know? For sure, Because ammo is very scarce. But then you have Resident Evil where, I mean, it's still complicated and you still need to be sparing with your ammo as much as you can. But it's not like, you know... I mean, you fight back in that game. It's a zombie game, you know? You You kill zombies and you're usually playing someone that is that has some kind of heavy background that would warrant the combat, you know? Uh, It all makes sense. Uh, As far as... uh, Those aren't survival horror games. Survival horror games are different. Uh, Things like Outlast or whatnot, where running and hiding, that is... I I get why people don't really like those as much, because one thing that I don't like about horror games is just psychological horror. Yeah, uh, uh, the the forest is a is a uh, survival horror, kind of. Well, Silent Hills is a survival horror. Yeah, um, uh, but I don't know. I, I I like I like Faz and Demonologist. I want to play Alien Isolation. Well, Alien Isolation is one of those ones where that's another game where it's like you can get bullets and you get a gun eventually. For a while, you won't, but eventually, when you do. That's another one. You need to be very careful about when you shoot. Not only to save your bullets, but shooting your gun alerts the alien. Mm. The xenomorph. I, I, so, I love seeing those uh, those clips where someone's hiding and then you just... The alien or xenomorph just, just looks pops down, down under, the, under, under, under the desk and the guy just like quickly closes his game. Yeah, <laughs> Just pause, I'm, quit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is. There must be something up with mine. Because the last few times I tried to play Alien Isolation, I would end up in a situation where I would hear the Xenomorph, so I would hide, and he would basically immediately find me. He would walk right up to, like, where I'm hiding underneath and look down and kill me without ever having a reason to prompt and look down there, right? I can smell you. Yeah, he just, he's just like autumn. He just like walks over to me and then gets me. Uh, the uh, the xenomorph has hacks installed. He has he has a uh, X ray hacks. Yeah, pretty much. He has he has aim. He has a uh, wall hacks. So he kind of just, and then he's pretending so he doesn't get caught for cheating. Yeah. Um. Ban yeah. xenomorph twenty twenty three. Yeah, but like purely psychological horror games, like the layers within. That's literally just a game where you walk around and get scared. There's no objective. Amnesia is like that too, isn't it? No, Amnesia has objective. There's puzzle, and there is threats. You just don't fight. You you can't fight in Amnesia. You still have to hide. I, but I think we talked about this before, but I think 
what really set off the horror genre, at least for games, was definitely Slender. Slenderman, uh, well... The Arrival. Sort of. Horror Let's Plays is really what it did, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. horror games existed before Slenderman. System Shock is a horror game. Well, yeah, but I'm it's saying a, what Doom, set it off Doom for, like, is the public, game. really. Yeah, that's true. Um, but It's, like, people like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, the big three, playing, like, Slender, The Arrival, or Amnesia. Well, I would like say... Like, way back in the day. No, you're thinking of Slender, The Eight Pages. Slender, The Arrival is different. Am but, I? yeah, Slender, The Arrival is a different thing. But... Yeah, it was it was primarily Slenderman and Amnesia that kicked it off, but you can't really compare the two because Slenderman's literally just a jump scare game. Amnesia is like actually abides by philosophical elements of horror, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a good trope of mystery. There's you know a good level of unknown that gets into it. The atmosphere alone is creepy because you hear things that you think are like a thing but they're not but then you'll hear that same sound and then it turns out it is a thing you know later on uh it really throws you for loops slender man's just walking around waiting to get jump scared pretty much which was scary back then but yeah now i i will say horror games that just use cheap scares like that are kind of lame at times but demonologists use that kind of stuff but it's still fun well, and I like it. I wouldn't say that they're lame. Jump scares are cheap. I will say they're cheap. They're extremely cheap. It's just sh- putting something in your face and making a loud noise. That's going to scare anyone. Anyone. Mm-hmm. Unless you have played it like a dozen times and you know it's coming. Like me, usually. Um, But I'm not going to say that jump scares don't have their place. Because, I mean... Sometimes you sometimes you do that. It, like depending on what kind of game it is, you kind of have to do that sometimes, right? You know. Uh, but then you have a game like Darkwood. It's that top-down game, you know, survival game, uh, and it's a horror. There are zero jump scares. You know, you might get jump scared by a noise, but it's not like a programmed jump scare. You know, it's that would be coincidental. And anytime something like you know catches you by surprise. You either weren't paying attention or you saw it coming, but you weren't ready for the exact moment. Because um, that's a situation I've had a lot. But other than that, it is all atmospheric. Uh, and that is a great way to do it. Silent Hill. Uh, well, Silent Hill had some jump scares. It's an old game, so of course it did. But it has a lot of atmospheric things to it. Nothing can happen and you're still terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially one of my, this is one of the bits that I always tell people whenever I <clears throat> talk about my times playing Silent Hill. There's a courtyard you had to cross at one point in the game, I believe, and Pyramid Head was standing right in the middle of that place. Just smack dab right in your way. Uh, and I absolutely did not want to walk through that courtyard, not at all. And I was like pissing myself, standing at the doorway in that game, just looking at it. Did not want to do it. You know, that was terrifying enough. Until I eventually worked up the courage to walk through, which made it worse. But then he didn't do anything. He just stood there, minding his own business. He was big chilling, doing his pyramid head thing. Whatever pyramid heads do. You know, in the behind the ones and zeros and the creepy 
playground or whatever. I can't remember exactly where it was. Uh, and then I did a thing and went back to the courtyard. And then he tried to kill me, which uh, made me want to blow my brains out after that. But that's that's a good way to do horror. That kind of was a jump scare at that moment. But <clears throat> I had I had a point before we went on that huge tangent about the video games. You not uh, for horror. Your point was describing like why horror you think is a necessity to art and life. No, I didn't get and, to that point yet. I was gonna get to. Oh, but I was. But I, you, I was gonna bring up if you want to tell that story again. You mentioned you mentioned reading that that was one of the things that I wanted to get on. Have you read Edgar Allan Poe at all? Mm, I think I have read one of his stories. You should have. I mean, one of the Fall of the House of Usher was required reading in high school. I never read that in high school. For us, it was. Yeah, it was like while I knew you. I never read it. What? Who'd you have for English again? Uh, Miss Kemp. Miss Kemp, and you didn't read Fall of the House of Usher? Nope. I think that was another situation where that was it was my fault why we read that actually, now that I think about it. Because I was talking about horror and then in, in English class at one point, because I was reading Lovecraft, you know, by the boatloads at this point. And then they then we read that. And then we read From Beyond in senior year, which is pretty great. But uh <clears throat> why do you think you like written horror more? I don't know. I mean, I don't really have much of, a, of an imagination, so I really can't scare myself when it comes to uh, fair a written horror. I think I've read The Raven. The Raven. Raven. The Raven's good. Yeah, and then you brought up horror movies. Horror movies don't really do it for me. I, I, I mean, you're lying about the horror game thing, but I genuinely don't find horror movies that interesting usually because most of them are the same. I mean, if you want to count, like, Prey and Predator, Alien as, like, a horror movie, I guess you could. Oh, Predator, Predator, was, Predator was a horror movie. Predator was definitely a horror movie back then. It's a thriller now, but back then, in the, in the 80s, Predator, that was a horror. You know? Because you could say the same thing about Alien now, the very original Alien. To us, it's a thriller. Back then, that was, like, terrifying. Yeah, uh, th there was one movie I remember watching as a little kid that had me, like, having nightmares for, like, a month. And I think it was called, like, Cowboys vs. Aliens. <laughs> that movie? That's yeah, not even I a horror like, movie. That's an action movie. Yeah, I was, like, five years old and I, or something, and I watched that, and that I had nightmares for, like, a month. That movie gave you nightmares? Yeah, with the arm coming out of the alien's like chest, that 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 got me when I was little. Dude, that's not even a horror. That's not even a tag for it. Like <laughs> that blows my mind. Or tremors. That that was another one that kind of scared me when I was little. Tremors is kind of logical, I suppose. Uh, on the on the same vein of things that aren't horror but are scary, is one of the ones I have is the. King Kong movie made in the 2000s when they were in the ravine with all the bugs and the weird like creatures. Do you watch that? I don't think so. Uh well, there's there's like a bit in there where they they're like at the bottom of this ravine and there's like a bunch of like huge bugs and 
centipedes and these weird things, and one of them, like, ate a dude. Uh, that terrified me as a small kid, seeing that. But, uh... Uh... I grew out of it. It, honestly... It, it, it was kind of a scary movie. Like, what? first time watch for me. It, what was? It? it? One and two. It was kind of a scary movie? Yeah, no, it like was the, terrifying. The, the, Don't try to... The first time watch, I, I got scared. Yeah, I mean, it still scares me. But I don't look at those movies the same way you do. Um, the second one, though, was not quite as scary, but it's not supposed to be entirely. Uh, at least I would argue. It was scary enough, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, but with it, even, even now, it's still kind of... Like, it doesn't, like, make me feel as scared as the first time I saw it. But I, I watched... But I watch it, and it still frightens me because I, like, I know things about it that other people that haven't like read the book or are as addicted to horror as I am would know. Is there is there's a there is a lot more to it. Well, I mean, that's that's not what I really entirely meant. But one one of the things that kind of I used to you know explain it is uh, gore horror is a thing. Where it's like people have a fear of, of goriness, goriness. Uh, I would, that's not ever what scares me. And I think if you're, if, if you have a movie or a game that is relying solely on gore, then, or like the mostly on gore, I should say, then it's not very good. Because when you use something like gore in a horror movie, it should be to prove a point. And that's how it did it. Right, because it's a pretty gory movie, and whatnot, and the book is equally as much so. Which I would honestly not recommend anyone to read it. But the the gore proves a point that you have this thing. It is a lot smarter. It's a lot bigger. It's a lot more understanding of things, you know. And it absolutely loves to torment and murder children. And it paints the picture that this thing is downright as evil as can be. Uh, and it doesn't care. Not only does it not care, but it loves it. It, it Because he doesn't need to feed off of kids. He really doesn't even need to, to scare them to feed off of them. He does that because he enjoys it. You know, it's more enjoyable for him to do it. And that's really what facts. makes it, like, horrifying is you have this thing that is basically immortal and it just it just absolutely terrorizes humanity for fun specifically kids um <clears throat> and that is a very appropriate way to do a monster um uh, especially in today's society where not just monsters but specifically like the antagonists or bad guys in movies they always want to give them some reason where it's like they need to do what they're doing you know, to make them like the good guy. Yeah. I miss movies. Playing for, devil's uh, advocate. I miss movies with monsters or otherwise to where they were bad just because they enjoyed being bad. You know, and what do you mean devil's advocate? That wasn't a devil's advocate thing. Well, like movies will like kind of have a devil's advocate thing like, oh, this person did this because they were broken. Like it, people, how people like say oh Darth Vader isn't a bad person he's just broken 
Well, no, that's not entirely what I mean. Well, like Thanos, right? Thanos wanted to wipe out half the universe because he thought it was the right thing to do. You know, he was trying to save the universe by by killing half the universe because that was like the only logical way in his head. Like he was trying to do good, you know? Right. In the comics, that's not at all what it was. Thanos wanted to kill half the universe to please death. You know, it was purely selfish, you know, but a lot of movies will take a bad guy and again, try to make it on topic, monster or otherwise, and try to give them some altruistic motive, you know. So it's like a question, are they really the bad guy? Yes, absolutely, yes. What you want doesn't matter. What you're doing does, <laughs> you know. And then I would apply that same logic to Darth Vader. doesn't matter what you wanted. It's what you did. And what you did was evil as shit. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Didn't mean curse words. <clears throat> anyway, we're trucking off. Uh, I guess horror, as far as, you know, what the title is going to imply, I think the main the reason I really like horror is it gives me that sense of unpredictability and, like, anxiety that I just can't, really get from many things you know and i love a good story you know uh i love a good story and then i like not knowing what's ahead and it you know it terrifies me but it's invigorating for me and then that leads into something you were going to say earlier or you thought i was going to say earlier is there's an article i read at one point that is about the philosophy of horror specifically and why it is good, why horror is a good thing for people, and how it can even be healthy, you know, or why people like it and how it can be healthy. Um, and it basically goes along the lines of you're presented a story through some type of format, book, movie, or game, you know, whatever, and it is presenting you with this awful awful situation with an awful, awful thing doing awful, awful things, you know? And you are going through this story, you know, through the immersion that a story should provide and experiencing it in your own mind, pretty much. And it's terrifying. It is awful. Lots of lots of garbage you go through, basically. But eventually you finish that story, you know, and you finish it, it's over, maybe not a happy ending, I don't know, it just depends on whatever you're reading or whatever. Um, and usually for people who do enjoy horror, or this is kind of how they start liking it, is it can give them that sense of clarity that they have completed and surpassed this awful, awful scenario. And then the next one they go into won't be quite as bad. And then they can surpass that as well. It's a drive thing usually, right? Uh, and I think that's pretty much how it sums it up about me. It's it's very much a drive thing. Uh, I don't know if you have that or anything. Probably not. Because if you did, I think I mean, you would be digging into it more. I don't know. Like I said, I have no imagination when it comes to like books or whatever. So I'm just reading it and I just find the story, you know, uh, 
I, I find the story pulling me into it like deeper and deeper and I'm just I enjoy reading it and like the writing of it and all that. I, I, I enjoy like how the story is um, Well if it's not about imagination made. if you don't have imagination I would imagine games and movies would scare you more than books. Because with books you actually have to try and capture that in your head. Yeah, I mean Really, the only thing that scares me in movies and books, there's like two or three things. It's one jump scares, obviously, it scares everyone. Uh, two, just the uh, anxiety that something is coming or something might come. And yeah. three is when I'm stuck in a position where I know I'm going to die. Yeah, those are the those are the best for me. Not experiencing them. I mean watching you because watching you plead in desperation and there's just nothing more pure than that, really. Although that hasn't happened in Demonologist yet, but it happens in like every other game that we play when something is beating you and you're just pleading for your life. It has happened in Demonologist and it was your fault. I don't remember. What do you mean? When? When we were trying to exercise that on Rio and it was chasing after me. I'm just like, please, please. No, not that time. It just went for you. You want to know why it didn't go for me? Because I had the gun. It wasn't going to run me yeah. down. Yeah, but you didn't even see it. I'm just like, my guy. It's right there. My my guy. Yeah, because it's I was like, facing oh, the other way. You understand that ghost will go invisible every now and then, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. he did that right at the perfect time. And then he was behind me. I turned around and I shot him in the butt. What are you even complaining about? You survived. You're just going to ignore yeah. that? Yeah, I saved yeah. your life. You're welcome. Don't bitch at me. Well, I'm just, you, you're just saying that it hasn't mm -hmm. happened in, the, in Demonologist yet, but it has. I said I don't know if it happened in Demonologist. I couldn't remember. And now I do. Because you so aggressively decided to point it out. Uh, uh, I, I still love that clip in the basement of the hospital. Yeah, that is a really funny clip. If you want to know what we're talking about, go check out our socials, Jobo Radio, on Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, and Facebook. It's only on our TikToks, actually. Oh, you didn't post I, it on Twitter? No, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe I did. Maybe I thought you did. I could have sworn you... Oh, no! Yeah, there goes your camera. Check later. <laughs> could have sworn that you did. Put your camera back on. It is on. It's. Oh, hang on. I need to turn it back on. Because you switched off of it like a gob. Oh no, I I I did put it on Twitter. My bad. Yeah, see, told you, I'm not crazy. I I I especially knew that because you're the one who told me it was on Twitter. I'm like, it definitely is. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, shoot, that was another tangent that I immediately forgot. Do you want to rehash the story about um a certain someone and my nephew? <laughs> Uh, did I already talk about... Didn't I talk about that last episode? You talked about it before. I don't know what episode it was, but it, it entails into this and... No, it was definitely... You know, and why you it think was definitely, horror is necessary. It was definitely last episode. Yeah, because it was the art of gaming. Yeah. Uh, But basically, I think horror is... I th pretty much, yeah, it does tie in. I think horror is necessary... You know, maybe, I mean, it's not, maybe it's not for everyone. You know, if you don't like horror, you don't like it. There isn't really anything you can do to change that. But I think, I, I don't think that horror is one of those things that should 
entirely be uh like advocated against because it really does you know help improve you know what you can handle to a certain degree and it does kind of train your mind to like build that fortitude against you know being crippled with fear is pretty much the way i view it mm-hmm. you know now there are things in horror that things about horror that should be advocated against uh that primarily happens in movies right um and i have an example right off the top of my head but i don't think i should i don't think saying it out loud on the podcast is appropriate there's some things that they put in horror movies and whatnot that really shouldn't be there because it's not scary it's just repulsive i don't even know what that is um if it's with the pyramid head in that silent hill movie then that's what vor is that's one yeah yeah that that that's yeah the silent hill movies are actually a perfect example uh it's very sexually violent we'll just say that yeah uh that needs to not be the thing that that's not scary that's just gross for me at least mm-hmm. uh, you know i find it like weird like i haven't i don't think i've ever been in a real life situation where i've been genuinely terrified as like i have in a game you know or watching a movie let's see if i have like even getting bombed overseas i was just like if it's my time to go it's my time to go i don't really care i'm trying to go back to sleep I think there was probably a couple of times in my life where I was, but I can't really remember them off the top of my head. Uh, unless I was just a little, or maybe maybe the only times is like when I was a little kid and I was just stupid and I'm like, I'm going to die for like this or that, you know, just something out of whack that I was doing. But uh, uh, Actually, no, I, I do remember one where I was actually kind of scared. I was on a cruise. And one of the excursions at one of the docks was snorkeling. And my parents made me, or my mom made me go out snorkeling in the middle of, like, the ocean, pretty much. Oh. The water the water was, was really clear down, so I could see everything around me. But, yeah, that made my heart race, and I was like, I want to get back in the boat now. I don't like that. I really don't like that. I would never, I wouldn't be caught dead doing that. You may as well just put a gun to my head and kill me, if that's my option. Like, I am not going snorkeling in the ocean. Uh, And there was a video I saw recently, actually, about, like, this one dude who was, like, I guess he was in some kind of, like, tub in the water. And a shark, like, tried to eat him through it. Like, it, it, but, like, the tub was clear, so it, like, tried to, it would have eaten him. It was looking at him and whatnot. And it outright flipped him just straight, like, threw that tub in the air and flipped him out of it. And I guess he got back on the boat and the shark, the shark like pissed off and he got back on the boat or something like that. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know if I would just never ever touch water ever again. If I experienced that. Randy says it perfectly. You see that big wet bit. That's it's bit. You see this dry bit, this dry bit that you're standing on with your legs that have evolved to stand on the dry bit. This is your bit. You yeah. go into its pit, you're gonna get bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that that's their area. 
I'm the I'm the top of the food chain on land usually, right? Like I'm good with this. Like, but on the o- in the ocean? No, no, you're not. Bottom. Not even yeah, close. Bottom. You're pr- well. You're near the bottom at least. I mean, you're not the very bottom, but you're you're close. You're, you're just you're just under mantis shrimp. Under mantis shrimp. Just under mantis shrimp. I forgot yeah. about the mantis shrimp. Now that thing is at the top. That thing would take out a great white. I'm convinced. Mantis shrimp would just punch a great white to death. They're apex predators. Yeah, pretty much. Mantis shrimp just punch their enemies to death, and it's absolutely horrifying. Although they're not technically a mantis or a shrimp. No I mean, one. They knows. are a crustacean. They're a crustacean, but they're not a mantis or a shrimp. You know, they're not. They're not mantis type, and they're not shrimp type. Uh, I'm convinced they're from another planet. So am I. Like, have you seen a mantis shrimp? They're like, yes, they're I've wacky seen a looking. Shrimp. Did you know that mantis shrimp have the most advanced and powerful eyesight compared to all the other predators on the planet? Really? Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Either that or it's in the ocean. They have the most powerful eyesight on the ocean, but I'm pretty sure it's all all predators. Because a mantis shrimp is definitely considered a predator, and I understand why. It punches so hard that the water around the punch of impact and whatnot, the water around it will turn into plasma. That's how fast it punches. Mm-hmm. What were those crabs you're talking about? A few coconut like a crabs. Back. Coconut crabs. Coconut crabs. Those guys are different. They don't punch, but God, they're scary. They can take birds out of the air mid-flight. <laughs> yeah, straight up. They birds like spent millions of years evolving to fly to stay away from predators and sleep in the trees. And then a crab climbs and breaks your wings one by one and eats you alive. I swear evolution is a weird thing. Crabs wanted to eat birds. Birds started flying and sleeping in trees and the crabs are like, I bet climb. (laughs) They got bigger and they climbed. It's absolutely hysterical and very, very terrifying as well. I like crabs. They taste good. Crabs do taste pretty good. Especially snow crab. Never had snow crab. I've had king crab. Never had snow crab? Snow crab's pretty good. King crab is, I mean, king crab's pretty great. I've not had crab in a long time. You know, I've always, I've wanted to make crab mac and cheese for a long time though. I don't think I've had actual... I've had imitation crab in the past couple of years. But I don't think I've had genuine crab in probably seven years. Really? That long? Yeah. It was at a 4th of July party. We're going to have to change that. I love crab. Crab's amazing. You got to come down for uh, a crawfish boil, broil, uh one year down here why because it's delicious i mean sure but i have those here yeah but me it's not worth it my son he's especially not worth it (laughs) i'm just kidding i plan to eventually that hurt that was very bright well 
you know, I kind of hope that I'd be able to have more to say about this, but uh, I think I think we're out of time for this episode, bud. We're out of time? Well, sort of. We're an hour in. I'm sure we can get a little bit more to talk about. I don't really know what else to add. I kind of... like. See, this is why I really need to write notes or get medicated or both. Because this <laughs> yeah. happens. I... Like get on get on my long tangents about one point, and then I get on that tangent for so long I forget my other points. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes. Or I, I usually do write some things down. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. I don't write down anything. I did for the first couple of episodes when we like very first started, and then I just yeah. stopped. I'm like nah, yeah, that was a jittering mess. Those first few episodes. I don't need those. I don't need those things. I thought I sounded pretty good, but I have no idea. Yeah, I actually got my my confidence in putting something out on the internet, so. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if I ever... Excuse me. I don't know if I ever didn't have that or whatnot. I, I I don't listen to these episodes, so I don't really know. Someone would have to tell me, like, yeah, you sound insecure as fuck. I listen to, like, the first 10 minutes... Like ten minutes in the middle in the last ten minutes. Oh, so you just listen to parts of it? Yeah, I just I make sure the beginning's good, the middle's good, and the end's good. Yeah, I uh, I don't listen to them at all because it doesn't matter how good I sound or whatnot. I do not like the sound of my own voice. I really wish you'd listen to at least one episode. Why? So you can like, it it, it gets quiet. Like I'll I'll have my car full volume and my phone. Bluetooth full volume and I'll still barely hear the podcast sometimes. What do you mean? Like, that sounds like a you problem. I don't know what problem you're talking about or how to fix it because we've been over this and I've done everything I can do without making it absolutely too loud. Okay, yeah, but there's a thing. Like, you can always turn volume down, but you can only turn up volume so much. Yeah, but the thing, no one tells me I'm too quiet, usually. This is a you thing. Well, I've been told this too. About what? You? About the podcast being very quiet, yes. Yes, and I increased the volume like three separate times. So what What more do you want from me? Everything. That's too bad. I'll think about it. Maybe if you're good, then I'll... Have you listened oh, yeah. to the YouTube ones at all? How are those? Uh, they're, they're pretty quiet, even, like, if I have my headset fully up and YouTube fully up, and my, my, and my Windows volume fully up. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we're gonna have to solve that somehow. <clears throat> I figured the YouTube ones would probably be quiet, but I don't know what to do about conversion ones, the, the audio format ones, other than cranking up the volume even more, but I... <laughs> People, you, you're not telling me about these complaints because you used to. I t- have before. You used to t- no, no. You told me that they were quiet like a few times, like in the beginning. I'm like, okay, I'll turn it up to 100, percent you know. And then it was nothing for a while, and then you're like, oh yeah, people are still saying it's a little quiet. So I pumped it up to 125, and ever since then, I'd never heard a thing about it until just now. Yeah, I uh, I got told about it the other day. Um... That's since season four, it's been really quiet. By who? Was it a new listener? It was Johnson. 
everything in season four has been quiet for some reason. I don't know how... Well, screw you, Johnson. You're ruining everything. You love Johnson. Oh, he's making my life more complicated here. I don't know how to increase my stuff without, like, making it too bad. I'll figure it out. Well, I'm a professional. We never fuck up. Excuse me. Now I was going to say, you can apologize for that one? <laughs> yes, I am. And I did. Uh, <clears throat> look, every single like, every single season, I believe we've clarified, we don't necessarily know what we're doing yet. <laughs> yeah, four uh, seasons in and we're still brand new at this. We still don't. We probably never will, but... Uh, look, sound is hard, okay? Sound is very hard. So... We'll, we're just we're we're just vibing with it, and maybe we'll fix it somehow eventually. Okay, I believe I've stalled long enough. We're gonna go ahead and call it here. All right. <sighs> this was a good episode. It was. I still I I mean, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I hope everyone else enjoyed it at least. That's really what it's here for here for you to enjoy not me because i hate everything that i do and everything that i am but if you don't hate everything that we are and everything that we do go ahead and check out our socials on joe bro radio twitter reddit instagram facebook i said that all backwards but it doesn't even matter you can also check out our uh twitch page joe bro gaming underscore ttv we stream there mondays and wednesdays thursdays i'm screwing it all up now but we're just it's part of the fun and then we have our solo stream pages. <clears throat> Frosty Butcher TTV for myself and Just Phoenix TTV for Neo. Got Just underscore Phoenix TTV. Yeah, the underscore is implied. You have anything else to add, buddy? Um, No, I had something. I was thinking about it, and then I was vibing, and I forgot about it. You're vibing too hard. Yeah. I'll let you think uh, about it for a minute. Hang on, what was it? What was it? Will Harder Music let you think of it? I got to I got to put my thinking cap on. Your thinking cap? Do you actually have just a thinking cap? What the hell is that? Is that WD-40? Yes. Really? Why do you just have that on your desk? Uh, don't ask. What was it about? Was it something funny or something like pertaining to like things that matter? It was kind of in between. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this this is what it was. Uh There you go. Be sure to uh, sign our petition to uh, put a boycott on Denuvo. Denuvo? Yeah. When I, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, a little surprise baby there. Whenever we eventually we're going, make one. Yeah, we're going to the Supreme Court with it uh, in two months. I don't think that we should take that to the Supreme Court. I don't think that's a Supreme Court issue. I'll make it a Supreme Court issue. No, we have other Supreme Court issues that involve petitions, but we're not going to oh, talk like about California? those. Oh, like California? Yes. Don't clarify any further or we'll be blacklisted. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was good enough for everyone listening, considering we're screw-ups. But we'll see you all in the next one. Thank you for tuning in. Say peace, buddy. Peace. Peace. <laughs>